0: This is a podcast from Camden Community Radio. For more information and to volunteer, email info at ccradio.org. Hello, my name is Aishan Sawyer, a family law solicitor at Wilson Solicitors in Tottenham, where I cover all areas of family law, including matrimonial settlements, divorce, injunctions, and all types of children matters generally, including surrogacy and child abduction. Today I'm talking about divorce and children, in particular child arrangements orders following divorce. So there's no hard and fast rule about who will get custody over children following separation or divorce. Custody is a very old-fashioned term. Now the court likes to talk about child arrangements and living with orders, and children spend time with each of their parents as opposed to items which were known as contact previously or access the court takes the view that it will not interfere with child arrangements if it's not necessary to do so and so if the parties following separation or divorce are able to agree the children are going to live with one party and spend time with another then the court will never interfere with that arrangement. Section 1 of the Children Act 1989 says that the court will not make any orders in relation to children unless it's necessary to do so or in their best interest to do so and so if parties are able to agree the court will not interfere. If parties are not able to agree then generally they are directed, if they approach solicitors they should be directed to try to reach agreement through mediation if possible where they instruct an independent third party mediator to meet with them, to talk with them, perhaps have face-to-face meetings separately and then together to try to reach an agreement about how much time one party is going to spend with the children if they are not the parent with care of the children parties are often advised to try to mediate where possible because going to court is enormously stressful it can be quite expensive and ultimately this is an area of family law where legal aid has fallen out of scope and so unless an exemption can be established there is no legal aid for this area of law exemptions to um, legal aid where you may be able to establish that you are eligible for public funding is if there has been domestic violence in the relationship and you're the victim of that domestic violence and you have proof in the form of a GP letter or if social services are involved in your family or if there's been involvement with the police or if you have a non molestation order or an injunction a child arrangements order is exactly what it sounds like. It is an order where you're making arrangements for the children. It's who they're going to spend time with and who they're going to live with. Ultimately, the primary consideration for any court where such an application is made is the best interest of the child or the children. And ultimately, if this is something which cannot be agreed upon, once a party makes an application to the court, the court would make a referral for the family to be in- investigated if you like for want of a better word so that the court can ascertain whether or not there are any welfare concerns in relation to these children if an application is made at court for a child arrangements order the court would issue the case which means that they would give it a case number and they would notify you so uh, each party would get notice of proceedings the court would then make inquiries of cafcas which is a children and family court advisory and support service CAFCAS's role in this is to investigate if or whether there are any welfare concerns. And um, a CAFCAS officer would approach the parties, the person that's made the application and the person that's responding to the proceedings, so that they can gauge why they've made this application, whether they have any concerns, what those concerns are, and they would then compile a very brief report, a preliminary inquiry. And then they would report back to the court so that when the matter is first listed at court, the judge will be aware of Kafka's view on this application and whether or not there are any welfare concerns that need to be taken into account. When that hearing takes place, it's known as a case management hearing, the court would decide whether any directions need to be made in this matter. Would the parties benefit from any further mediation? Do any further investigations need to be made in relation to the party's health Is there any reason why there should be any kind of assessment of the parents in terms of their parenting or their health generally? And those directions would be fulfilled before the matter returns to court where at any stage if the parties are able to reach an agreement the court would make an order along the lines of the agreement if it's in the best interest of the children to do so. If it's not possible for the parties to reach an agreement the court would list the matter for a final hearing where The judge would hear oral evidence from both parties and then a decision would be made as to whether or not the application, the child arrangements should be made. And the application is usually for something like spending time with, it can be for a specific issue, to deal with something such as education, what kind of education should a child have, what kind of religious upbringing should they have. It could be about relocation, namely could one of the parties relocate to another country with the children? The process takes about nine months, six to nine months, and unless public funding is available for it and you fall within the exemption to whether or not legal aid applies to your case, then I would suggest that an appointment is made with a solicitor to work out what their hourly rate is and if they're able to offer to do this work for you on a fixed fee basis. Of course, always bearing in mind that these cases are all different and it might be that a fixed fee will not always apply. So the process I've just described is known as private law children proceedings where parties are in dispute as to what's to happen with children. The other types of children law proceedings are public law where the local authority or the state has concerns about the care a child is receiving such that they are contemplating removal of that child from the care of their parents and placing them elsewhere. So if grandparents are concerned about their grandchildren being involved with the local authority and possibly being removed from their parents care what they would need to do is to ensure that they notify the social worker connected to the case that they are interested in being considered to be a carer for the child and the local authority through the social worker would have to conduct an investigation as to whether or not they are able to meet the children's needs. When the local authority starts care proceedings they are obliged if they are contemplating removal to look first of all to the family of the children to see if there are any family carers that are able to step in and they must do that before they look outside the family to independent foster carers or to adoption. If the care plan of the local authority is actually adoption of these children or it's placement away from the children's family this is a different topic that I'll be covering at some point which It's about adoption and public law matters generally. If you have any questions on this or other aspects of family law generally, please don't hesitate to forward your questions to me. I can be contacted on admin at ccradio.org if you mark your question for the attention of Aishen Sawyer or you can tweet at ccradio. Next time I'll be answering questions on parental responsibility. You are listening to a podcast from Camden Community Radio www.ccradio.org